0: We're currently in the middle of SCOTUS silly season, and we've brought on the guy who is the expert on SCOTUSing.
1: Oh, it's time to do a podcast.
0: Welcome to Pop Bless America. I'm Jim and I'm Dan. So Sheriff Lamb, welcome. Thank you. I gotta bring you two on as my height men all the time. All, all you have off. to do is just go along. Just put your mask on. Mm-hmm. Just because I might not agree with it, that doesn't mean I lose my right to parent my kid. Leave the, right. the jokes to me, Chief. This is what gets Jim fired up. It's not communism that's going to destroy this country. It's not socialism that's going to destroy this country. What's going to destroy this country is apathy. Don't count on anybody coming to save you. It is time to save ourselves. So I had, before we get into this, I had had a little party, uh, for my going away, and all the guys that showed up for my party brought a bottle of bourbon.
1: So. He thought it was over at 9 30 and I had to break up the news, it was over at like midnight. <laughs> <laughs> exactly,
0: <that's>, I <I'm> tired, <laughs> but uh, well, I guess we should introduce Paul here first. Uh, so we've got Paul Angle. Um, I think runs, he holds
1: the record for most,
0: uh, most visits to the show. Well, that's because every time he comes here, he Carries the show himself, and, uh, oh, himself. Okay. So yeah. we, we don't really have to do much. Wait, it's, wait,
2: the last time you literally handed me the show and said, "Here, we're going to go drink bourbon." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Go. It's the Paul Engel show.
1: <laughs> well, let me tell you what, Paul. You listen to our show. You hear us mention you every time something comes up constitutionally, and that we got to reach yes, out to I you, do. or we're, we're going to have, have you on. Uh, and I listen to your show, and I've been waiting for you to give a Pod Bless America a shout out. Oh, I don't think you, have.
2: You, yeah. you know what? You're right. I haven't given Pod Bless. I haven't talked. I mentioned a couple times. But not recently. You're you're right. I (laughs) didn't. I didn't. I'll have to talk about the fact that you guys had me on and just harassed me for however long we're on here. Paul, I'm
0: sorry. I had no idea this ambush was coming.
1: (laughs) Oh, and I did. I did find out something that you didn't
0: know about the Constitution
1: is that when they closed the gyms during COVID, it was totally illegal, and we could have used it in the Constitution against them and got them reopened really fast. Do you know why? Because in the Constitution, we have freedom of the press.
0: Oh, Jesus.
2: Bench, leg. (laughs) And we could have used that during COVID. That was yeah, well, all right. You know, I'll tell you what, your jokes have gone downhill since, <laughs> since you were gone. Gone downhill? Wow. Speaking of hill, let's talk about Capitol Hill and what's going on. Well, over no.
0: There. Well, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> so, listen, uh, for those of you guys that might be new to the show, you can find Paul at constitutionstudy.com, all things Constitution. He also has a podcast. Uh, uh, is it The Constitution Study or just constitution? constitution? Yeah, The it constitution. constitution. It's called
2: The Constitution yeah. Study. He doesn't say any I've jokes a radio Don't forget the radio program, guys. Mm-hmm. Don't forget the radio program. Well,
0: go ahead with that
2: uh, get, get America out loud, America out loud talk uh, radio network 4 PM Eastern time, uh, every weekday. Uh, you can find me on, on America or on iHeart. Okay, uh, I'm not sure what terrestrial stations have picked us up, but, uh, it's well, I can tell you and- that
0: I have hands down everything I've read, everybody I've listened to, everybody I've talked to, I have not learned more from anybody than I have from Paul Engel about the constitution. So, um, he still has forgot more about the Constitution yeah, yeah. than I know. Yeah. So while you
2: are... Well, that's not hard. are yeah,
0: right? Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. While, uh, yeah. while you never agree with somebody 100%, I can tell you right now that 99% of the time... Uh, I agree with Paul on, on everything and if you if you're truly interested in the Constitution you need to be listening to Paul because that is going to be the ammo you need mm-hmm. to take this fight to your mm-hmm. friends to take this fight to people that are that are arguing about their rights and they know their rights and you know half the time more than half probably three quarters of the time those people don't have any idea what their rights are. okay, but let's put him on hold so we can try this. yeah bourbon. well so anyway <laughs> I had this I had this party we got uh, I got 21 bottles of bourbon. And I brought a new one in. Uh, <laughs> He's not joking. No, I'm not. It, not it was sonny. ridiculous. Everybody uh, who one showed up. Bermot bur- 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 on the wall. Yeah, one yeah, one yeah. One bur- So that got me through for a week. So I've been buying <laughs> bottles. No, no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. So I got a new bottle here called American Highway Reserve. And I didn't know much about it, so I looked it up. Um, and it is very highly rated. Damn. Do you know who gave it to you? You know what? I don't. I, I wish I had taken painter's tape on the back and put who who gave them. So, that was you, my bad. I should have did it. Did you? No. Oh, you didn't no. give me this one. All right. So, so this is a $90 bottle here. <laughs> um,
1: things I, I, didn't, I didn't get you a bottle because everyone was asking me what bottles to get you, and I feel like I got all the bottles that you got whenever someone wanted something, <sighs> especially that
0: rabbit hole. So, this is it. Okay, $90, okay. $90 bottle, uh-huh. which I would not normally buy, but yep. somebody bought it for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so, we'll give it a shot real quick. I'll give you my honest review, and we'll see if this is uh, in line with Wheat Penny mm-hmm. or if it's more in line with Rabbit Hole. <laughs> so, cheers to uh, the Constitution. All right, it reminds me of something. Oh, oh! Please tell me what it reminds <laughs> you of, bourbon connoisseur. No, I'm
1: saying another. Bur- it reminds me of another bourbon. Like I, I, I feel like this could have been. Uh, like, they could have took like.
0: I'm picking up hints of <laughs> um, <laughs> It's hints Elijah, of, Elijah Craig uh, absinthe.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I get um.
0: mm-hmm.
1: it. Has it's Elijah Craigy? Mm. Am I right?
0: Uh, no, it's better than that. The well, fin- it's better, but it has The finish on. It's fantastic. Hint- I would 100 percent buy this bottle again. Wow. you didn't buy it in the first place, and in fact, that's all you're getting of it. I'm taking it home, so that sounds about right. All right, well, let's get into it. Let's get into uh, man. Let's get into all things Constitution that have been going on because <clears throat> we started this show with its uh, silly season, and that is actually Paul's uh, term it for was. what's going on right now. So uh, we'll just turn it over to you, Paul. Why are we calling this a silly season?
2: Well, I I use that. You know, I I follow uh, auto racing, and, and I used to follow nascar or you know nascar except they got stupid and nfl got stupid so i'm basically it's formula one indy car sports cars uh but there's there's a time at the end of the season when um any driver that doesn't have a a ride for the next season is looking and it's all this horse trading Mm -hmm. it's got nicknamed the silly season and every year the supreme court of the united states takes all the The juiciest, most controversial opinions, they hold them until the last week or two of June, which is the end of their term. They basically drop a bomb on us and then head for the hill so they don't have to hear what's going on. Time out. And for that
1: reason, what you end up with. I got a question. Okay. I got a question really fast. Was the fact that that, that the opinion got leaked for the abortion one, did that uh, accelerate that to come out? Do you think? Or would it have been held longer?
2: when, when the Dobbs, no, because the okay. Dobbs opinion came out, you know, the, the the leak was, what, May, and the opinion came out in June. So I don't, it, Same it didn't impact okay. when it came out. Okay. It just added a whole a whole separate silly season just for that one opinion. Got it. Because what, what happens is you have all the pundits and the politicians and the whiners and the criers, and they put all their spin on it. And I usually go in and take the juicier ones, and I look through them and go, yeah, it didn't say that. So it's, it's, I call it silly season because one, I get a lot of material for the podcast Mm -hmm. and two, I get to take a lot of the, the silliness that people are trying to read into the opinion to get what they want and Mm -hmm. uh, shoot that down as well. And and
0: that's, I think that's, that's one of the biggest problems, right? Is that people read into it and they, they, what the words say don't necessarily Mm -hmm. uh, translate into how people are trying to spend it for their side. Um, and we're seeing that with yeah. issue one yeah. here in Ohio. Yeah. Um, and we'll talk about that, I guess, apparently a little bit. Um, because Dan is hell-bent on talking I'm, about I'm hell- that later. I'm
1: hell-bent on just delivering him the facts
0: and getting his coffee okay,
1: fair enough. Fair Should enough. We, you it's, just, do- it's
0: funny, though. I mean, when we were talking about this, uh, the way we kind of explained it was mm-hmm. because they wait for all these juicy you know, rulings to come out. Yes. And the controversial ones and the ones that are going to cause trouble maybe for mm-hmm. them. Or affect a midterm. So then they drop it in June, and anybody who wants to call them just basically gets that <laughs> doo, doo, doo. the number you are calling has been temporarily disconnected yep. until next goda season. Yeah, And then by then everybody's <laughs> forgotten about it, right? Because yeah. you know how Americans yeah. are, right? Everybody's right. mad for a couple of weeks, but then,
2: eh, you know what? Or apparently some of these He's got that ADHD. Oh, look at chicken. Yeah, um, yeah, exactly. We'll or talk
0: or, about Jim's ADHD. Or, or Twitter <laughs> updates their terms of service, and then everybody forgets, you know, or, yeah. or everything else. Yeah.
2: Oh,
1: speaking of NASCAR yeah. and Twitter, uh, just right now I showed Jim that Dale Earnhardt Jr. liked one of my
2: one of my tweets today. How about that? Okay. Cool. <laughs> um, yeah. It, it's it's. There was a when I started watching. I mean, I started watching back in the seventies as a as a as a kid, because mm-hmm. it was the family business. It was, you know, alteration right, books and magazines. So I remember when, you know, drivers were men. And if you pissed a guy off and you showed up in the pits, he was just as likely to slug you as to talk to you about it. And, you know, now we've got, uh, um, uh, what's the, the bubble Wallace, yeah, you know, yeah. you take, he, he saw a garage pull and suddenly it was magically a noose and, you know, everything's racist. No, thank you.
0: Er, yeah like you said to a racist, it, 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 it's all about everything is racist it's all about how you read into it right just like these these yeah. decisions well, he read into that to one a way
2: racist, yeah to a racist everything is racist sure so if the first response to everybody is it's it's got to be racist well uh, you just outed yourself you're a racist because you just everything by race right nope absolutely so it's probably a good lead into the affirmative action ca- well, uh, case well yeah it? where do you want to go where do you want to <laughs> start we got a lot of cases to talk about here um yeah, now there's only a couple so far that I've really gotten deep into yet. One of them is the affirmative action case. In fact, I've uh, uh, I've just written an article about it. I just recorded the video. In fact, I believe it's going to post uh, not Monday. I think it's the Monday after that. I still I've still got editing work on it. But um, see, the the thing is, we like our euphemisms, right? Uh, you, you take a you take a baby cow. And it's not, it's not baby cow, it's veal, you know, or it's not, it's not, you know, that cute little babe, the pig, it's pork. Well, they don't want to call it racism, so they call it affirmative action. But it's nothing but race. It's another euphemism for racism. It's we're going to judge people based on the color of their skin.
0: Well, but it's not racism because it's not, it is not being directed towards the blacks or the Hispanics. It's being directed more towards the white kids that are trying to get into colleges that aren't able to get in there because they don't match, well, th- th- they don't check the right no, box.
2: It, it- it's the racism that says the blacks and the Hispanics, they get special treatment. The whites and the Asians get treated like crap. Right. But it's that's not racism. racism. That's not that racism. That is a no. definition no. of racism.
0: I disagree. You cannot be racist against well, white people. go look
2: people. it up. Miriam Webster's online. I dare you. Miriam Webster's look, he's, online. I'm, he's so
0: mad he's missing my sarcasm. But
2: I'm sure they put
0: Your they, sarcasm they, font
1: isn't working. But don't they change <laughs> it's, it's, the definition? in the in the dictionary i'm pretty sure it says we, we don't count
2: yeah white people don't count paul it's <laughs> no if, in fact it's actually i i actually put it in my article because most people think that way that you know racism is done to black people and there are even politicians who say Um, you know, you, a black person cannot be racist. Correct. That's what I'm saying. You cannot, you cannot commit an act of racism against a white person, which by definition is racist. Correct. You're you're saying race is essential. It's determinative of everything. Common sense. Uh, So you had two cases, you had Harvard college and you had university of North Carolina and they got combined at the Supreme court. And both of them went through a, a similar process of, they would look at candidates. They go through lots of different levels, and th- at several of those points, race was considered in the process. You would get a a bump in your score if you were, you know, black or Latino, and not if you were white or Asian. And in fact, uh, the Harvard policy said we look at the incoming potential class based on race because we don't want a large drop in the racial makeup of the class compared to the previous class. So if this class was 25% black, we don't want the next one to be 20% black, so we'll put black people in place so that we don't change our numbers, which is inherently, by definition, racist. And it has been, the, the courts have for decades kind of wink, wink, nod, nod, well, you know, there's, there's a compelling government interest and, and diversity is a great thing. And, and you know, it's, it's really, it's unconstitutional, but there's a good reason they played all those games. Um, and this court finally looked at it and said, uh, no, that's stupid. In fact, there was one case, Grutter, they, used, they quoted frequently from, and they said, you know, Grutter, which was 20 years ago, they said, it's been 25 years since we said, okay, you can use race in college admissions but we figure it's only going to last about twenty-five years, and then it'll be over. Well, here we are twenty years later, and it's still going on, and there's no end in sight. And it is, de- it, and it is a, it, it, it's wrong. Now, here's what's interesting: the Supreme Court said that in both cases, Harvard and UNC, it was a violation of the Equal Protection Clause of the Fourteenth Amendment, which says a state cannot make a law that violates equal protection of the law uh, within the state. The problem is. UNC is a public university. Its admissions policy is governed, in part, by the state. Harvard College is a private institution. The state of Massachusetts, the Commonwealth of Massachusetts, has absolutely no say in any of this. Therefore, they didn't pass a law. Therefore, it cannot be a violation of the 14th Amendment. <clears throat> what I found interesting is in reading the case, uh, the, was it the Students for Fair Admissions, I think is the name of the group that brought suit. They said Harvard... They didn't say Harvard violated the 14th Amendment. They said they violated Title VI of the Civil Rights Act because they take federal money, but p- treat people differently, discriminatorily based on race. SFFA had it correct. The Supreme Court screwed it up. <clears throat> so do you listen to... Um...
0: MSNBC and uh, The View. I mean, are you one of these that that listen to these shows in order to hold, keep your enemies close? I'm
2: I'm sorry, there's too much ammo in my house for me to listen to those programs. And you only have um, so much bandwidth. I'll tell you what I do. What I do is I get feeds from lots of different places so I get I just cannot actually sit there and watch or listen to any of that stuff. Um, My life would not have meaning anymore.
0: Let me see if I can uh, play this. This is Joy Reid um, on MSNBC talking about how she got in to Harvard. Um, and I haven't listened to this clip yet, but I know the clip, and I'm hoping this is the right clip. Let me just play this and see what you think about this. Uh, if you are I should have been. uh There we go. We're going to have ads first. I should have been readier. More readier? More hey, ready. I'm done with readier. All right, here we go got into Harvard only because of affirmative action. I went to a school no one had ever heard of in Denver, Colorado in a small suburb. I didn't go to Exeter or Andover. Yeah, I didn't right. have college test prep. I just happened to be really nerdy and smart and have really good grades and good SAT scores, right. but someone came to Denver, Colorado to look for me. A Harvard right. recruiter flew to Denver and I met up with her at the Village Inn restaurant and did a pre-interview to get to re- to pull me into Harvard. I wasn't I was pulled in and the and the schools like oh, Harvard Affirmatively. That I got the, into, affirmatively. Yes. And it was literally not saying we're going to take an unqualified person and put them right. in Harvard. Yes. We're going to take a very qualified person who we would never know existed and put them in Harvard. That's how I got there. That's how Katanji got there. That's how Justice Jackson, I should say. <laughs> Justice Jackson got there. It's how Clarence Thomas
2: got there. Right.
0: So here's my problem with that her right. and kataji well, on a first name basis.
2: Well, <laughs> so, so yeah, well, well first notice she said I had good grades. Okay, so well that's and this is, this is this is
0: going to be my problem with it, right? She's Right. So first off she's saying that a recruiter flew there. And and that I don't understand. I mean, is that recruiter just looking for for black kids around here and they're just flying around? Right. I, I, that they doesn't fill, make any sense. To quote me. Right. That, that it doesn't make any sense to me. But what she says is I was very qualified. All right. I was very qualified. So why is Harvard sending recruiters out to find these people who just apply, apply, because there is, and I, and I know the argument, but there is no systemic racism. There is not, these colleges are not conspiring in 2023 to keep black kids out of college right
2: i disagree there is systemic racism these colleges are conspiring to keep whites and Asians out of these classes all right there's no systemic racism
0: against 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 black folks i guess my question is if you are so qualified why can't you just apply why doesn't harvard look at you and say okay you're qualified come on in why are she
2: thinks she thinks that that Hmm. harvard wouldn't did she even apply before they came looking for According her? According to her, no. And she I was even just wonder, I, know, around the I don't mall. picture maybe. Harvard sending out recruiters. You know, you, you don't, you don't, you know, Harvard, unless you're running on a sports team, you don't, I don't picture that, but maybe that's true. I don't know. But here's the other one. So she talked about Justice Jackson, which is, who was by definition an affirmative action hire. Sure. All right. J- Joe Biden said, I am going to pick a black woman, to fill this seat before he even started looking. Right. Exactly. These are my qualifications. Be black. Even Mayor. All right. So Mayor came actually back in the 1990s, referred to to herself as a affirmative action baby. Hmm. She got into college because of the color of her skin. She got clerkship. Her career is based not on her skill, but based on the color of her skin. Now, I have to wonder, because when you read the dissent, by, they're written by Sotomayor, joined by Justice Jackson and Justice Kagan. I'm like, what were these people looking at? They, they, they make all these grand assumptions that that have no basis in fact. And to them, not treating black people better than everybody else is racist. Mm-hmm. And it is, you know, there's, there's a, a, a Dietrich Bonhoeffer letter that uh, got quoted in an, an essay called "The Theory of Stupid," and the the short version is, um, you know, you stupid people, stupid people are harder to deal with because reason doesn't matter, and facts that 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 do not support their preconceived notions are simply ignored. That, that's yes. what I see. Right, I, you know, it, it, I saw this in this case. I saw this, by well, the way, on the free, the three or three creative free speech case. Just one of the things um, I want to
0: touch on before you get too far away from it that you said is that to these people, that if blacks are not treated better than whites, it is racist, mm-hmm. which goes against everything that they claim for equality. Right? We want to be equal to, but he's absolutely no, no, no. right. If they blacks want
2: equality. If, well, but that's equity.
0: what they preach. They
2: want, but if but it's really they, equity, they, they're they say for. they want equity, which correct. Means it doesn't matter mm-hmm. how good I am, I want the trophy. Yeah. Okay. And well. how many decades have we had kids winning trophies for participating?
0: Well, and uh, one thing, we kind of got off here quick. Uh, talk about the ruling, real quick, for people that are like, well, so wait the, a minute, what are you talking right. about dissent? So, so th- the, how did they
2: rule? The opinion was uh, that it was a 6 3 decision. Um, the majority said that both Harvard and UNC's uh, uh, admissions process violated the Equal Protection Clause of the 14th Amendment. Um, I can tell—I I told you, Harvard College can't because it wasn't a state school, but they basically said, no, you can't use race anymore. Um, and uh, the dissenter said, well, that was terrible. You've taken away the rights of black people to go to these colleges, which, again— Stupid and racist, but it's the type of argument I expect from stupid people. You know. Fair. So yeah, from now. So at this point, and basically what you're already seeing is you're seeing these cool the schools trying to find a way to have something like affirmative action without actually using affirmative action. So what they're gonna try and do, uh people are theorizing they're gonna look at the essays and say, hey. If you write in your know, wink, wink, nod, nod. If you write in your essay that you had a hard time, you were born a poor black child. You know, Steve uh, Martin. Steve the term Martin. Eh, right. give you a couple, ah. couple more points. I was born a poor black child. Yeah. My life was difficult and sucked. So and that's all just I need. Do that instead, that's that's what he that's hates. What these oil cans. <clears throat> all right. So we. Can, so we'll,
0: well. So you're saying that they got it wrong for Harvard on the Fourteenth Amendment, while. While you agree with the ruling that they are, they certainly certainly should not be um, right. following so, affirmative action. They got it wrong on the fourteenth.
2: Right. The, the the summary is yes, um, uh, you know it, what they're doing is racist. <clears throat> UNC was a violation of the Fourteenth Amendment because you have a state-run school. Therefore, the state passes laws that deal with admission. That, that was a violation of the Fourteenth Amendment although the court said harvard violated the 14th amendment harvard college actually violated title 6 VI of the civil rights act oh potato the potato should no longer receive federal money
0: okay and all the, right and that's fair would, and then they would
1: pump the brakes if they knew they sure were they would when they're money, when they, they're losing oh, federal yeah. money right all right so we can we can stay on this subject for but another I guess half that, hour but we have well, to move on
0: well but let me ask you this though i okay. mean what are the chances that the feds are going to stop sending money to harvard Ooh, right yeah i well, mean who, who, that's well, no, who controls remember, the purse the, strings the, that's
2: where the court got it wrong they did not say that harvard violated title six VI. right that's what harvard actually did the court claims they violated the 14th amendment which they physically they literally could not but that's I've done this for a number of years now. It is common for the courts to come up with this type of nonsense. And And right. in fact, they did it with a 303 creative case as well.
0: And just to clarify that there is no higher court. I mean, once the Supreme Court says something, that's it. I mean, there's no appeals process, right?
2: No, but the Supreme Court, all the Supreme Court offers is an opinion. Well, that's true. It's not the ruling of the. Court. Yes, but it's they the know opinion that opinion will help
1: people if they end up going to court and losing the battle. And then um, it's the, going to eventually I, yeah. accelerate its way up and then you're going to be able to use that precedent.
2: The the expectation is if it goes to court again, you're probably going to lose. Right. That's the way precedent's supposed to work. It's not really the way it works nowadays. But what do I care? I only follow the law.
1: Man, and Jim wasn't lying. He is not giving me a second splash of that bourbon we just cracked. Oh, you know what? You're usually the one.
0: I'm the one that fills. I'm the one that drinks half a bottle, and you're like, "Nah, you know what? One finger's good for me.
1: I can make it last the whole show." But this one's got me fired up. Yeah. So, like I said, we can spend. We could probably do a whole episode on this when it Before came. Before you move into your next topic, can I just comment on Paul's flag back there? Well, I'm gonna. I, I, yeah, listen Paul. you're gonna have to go on the YouTube and look this video up if you're only listening to audio um paul where did you get that flag
2: uh that wayne fox fox fired up flag yes sir and All what right. facebook.com slash fox fired up flag
0: and i i was telling paul the only thing that sucks about that flag is that you cannot appreciate the relief oh. in that the 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 words the, the, pop by what inches right i mean probably
2: oh, it, 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 it's a good inch and a half two inches off the Oh. And the, the waves you see them as white highlights there are waves in it it is gorgeous when right. you know it's funny because i saw your flag and you were talking about him and i reached out and i said and i said you know i'm kind of looking for something to go behind me for my videos and uh, he said i got this idea we talked about it he finally carved this up and he sent me a picture and i started showing it around everyone's going wow that's yeah. nice in fact I used it as my virtual Zoom background for a while, just so I could show it off. Right on, yeah. Man. It finally, yeah. shows. Listen, up even and- even
0: looking at it uh, flat like this, it is stunning.
2: That is that is a good Well,
0: now thought. I got a
1: bone to pick with Wayne cuz I feel like he used some new clear coat on hit on yours that he didn't use on ours or it's just your lighting, I don't know. But uh Wayne, when you watch this I need you to get back to us and let us know if you, we need to bring this one back. Now, we to need get to up our clear lighting. Coat. I do have some studio
2: lights up, so Yeah, 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 yeah. We yeah, need yeah. to up our lighting for sure. It was it was it's gorgeous. Oh, that's yeah, but shout out to I'll Wayne tell Fox. You what, Fox. He's a I'll fan. I'll tell you what guys, I made a point because I've been running around like crazy. I made a point of making sure that was up before this interview. All there right. We so man, we, we appreciate
0: go. you, and Wayne appreciates you. And he is, listen, man, not only is Wayne putting out great flags, but Wayne is a great person. He is a great oh, American. He he's got some um,
2: wonderful stuff.
0: Yeah, he, he does. does. Okay, he enough does. about him. we got to get back to the Constitution.
2: Flags. He's got all sorts of stuff. It's <laughs> wonderful.
0: Dan's, Dan's <laughs> job is to keep my ADHD yeah. in check and to keep us on yes. track.
1: Wayne's gave us a flag, but he has not given us any money. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> he gave me the flag.
1: He did. He did. He did. I, I had to
2: pay for mine. You're, you're yeah. right. Well, that's you're right. right. Well, but it was fair. It was a fair price. He did great right. work. And he. what I like is- this We're is still talking creation. about him. <laughs> that's fine. Still so to give me something else to talk about. Okay, go right.
1: ahead. No, go ahead. <laughs> so last Monday's episode, episode 377 of the Everyday Constitution, um, was the Freedom of Speech in Colorado episode. And I hate to, uh, I'm not going to really bury the lead, but what you said at the end of it, and you're going to and you're going to be able to come full circle on this, as you said, mm-hmm. the fact that placing precedent above the supreme law of the land could just as easily lead to the court for another conclusion. They got the right decision, but on the wrong path.
2: Right, exactly. So do you want to uh, that's the problem? Yeah, go ahead and, so, so, and explain that a little bit. Right. So the Constitution is the supreme law of the land. The opinion of a court, what we call precedent or case law, which is not law, um, is merely the opinion of a judge. Now, if all I'm dealing with is somebody's opinion, it's like um, it's like you know, closing your eyes, turning off all the lights, spinning around a room, and then trying to find the door, right? You're kind of wandering around. That's kind of how the court goes about things. See, the court, if when I read the opinion... First of all, the court claimed that the state of Colorado violated the First Amendment. They can't. It is impossible for the state of Colorado to to violate the First Amendment because the first five words of the First Amendment are, Congress shall make no law. This was no law of Congress, therefore it couldn't violate the First Amendment. What it was, was a violation of Article 2, Section 10, I believe, of the Colorado Constitution, and was a violation of the 14th Amendment. It was a it was a due process violation and it was an equal protection violation. But the court said, Well, listen, we're gonna pretend like the for like the first amendment applies to the states, even though it says Congress, we're just kind of make up our own rules. So the, the this court could just as as easily have said, listen, um, and, and by the way, this comes directly out of the strict scrutiny clause. Uh, listen, yes, it's a violation of the constitution, but you know, Colorado has a compelling government interest in, in stomping out discrimination, and there really was no other way that they could do this because these are unique. There's no other place someone could go to get her websites. So, sure, the, the state of Colorado can infringe on her rights. That would been just based on their logic. That would have been just as valid an answer, a solution, an opinion because of this idea of strict scrutiny and precedence, rather than looking at the actual language of the law they're applying there. Does that make sense? It does.
0: It does. And, you know, and that's one of the things we talked about here is you put things so much better than I could, right? Like right now, when when we're here, I I feel like we're in the the presence of greatness. Who can
2: cite the Colorado constitution? I'm telling you. Like section two article. I'm like, dude, Hey, I, I just wrote an article on that particular case, so that not, that's why that was still stuck in the, the old gray matter there. And this is, <laughs> the this, is one of the,
0: this is one of the things, though, that the Constitution study does for you. It Paul's not speaking legalese, right? It's like you're sitting at a bar with a guy, and you're just talking. I mean, you can understand everything he says, and it's so much easier than trying to read through an entire opinion that is written by judges and lawyers. You get a guy who can explain it to just the regular people and uh, i guess that's you know i mean that's why i'm telling you you need to go to the constitution study but that, because, well
1: that's funny because that was in like our original uh intro for this show it was like we're going to talk about things yeah like, yeah you know, and especially the constitution like regular people do and we're we're not that yeah well <laughs> we, we try and th- we do shows like this to try to help people understand that uh and that you know there's yeah, not much yeah
2: you also have to remember i've i've at this point spent years reading and studying the constitution And I've done the the best thing to do to hone your skills of the Constitution is to answer challenges, to have people challenge what you say, challenge what you believe, and then answer it. Because Because you have to, to, at that point, when somebody
0: challenges you, you have to do your research to back up your side. You can't just, you're right. And that's, I mean, that's what happens with me, right? I'll leave a comment or somewhere on Facebook or I'm arguing with somebody and they bring up a point. Well, the first thing I'm doing, I'm like angry cat, man. I'm like, looking it up and looking at all the places I trust. And, you know, I'm going to you and I'm, I'm searching keywords in your podcast and I'm, you know, and I'm getting my argument in place. And, but as I do that, those are just nuggets that are going in my brain. Right. So that two months from now, when I have that conversation, I don't have to type it
2: out. I'm like, look, this is why, you know, Um, So what, what this has led me to do. It's led me to do that before the challenge. All right, so it's I, I use the example. In so, fact, are you looking at
0: what? What are the arguments going to be? Is that what you look at when you say I'm no, coming what, out with this? What is somebody going to say to me?
2: No, it's when I'm form, when I'm formulating an opinion. Uh, I just did this in my in, in my in my boot camp, and it's it's, it's the uh, principles, the, the foundational principles of building an argument, and it it it's based on four things. Right, um, it's only an opinion until someone gives you proof. There are lots of everyone's entitled to their own opinion. They're not entitled to their own facts, and you'd be surprised how many times when you challenge someone and say, "Where's your evidence?" they kind of go blank on you. Um, An expert opinion is still only an opinion. (coughs) Experts are people. Experts are wrong. I was having I was listening to an interview with Neil deGrasse Tyson talking about I think it was COVID or the vaccine or something. And he kept saying, the consensus is, the consensus is, and I'm yelling at my phone going, but what if the consensus is wrong?
0: Right, right.
2: The consensus used to say that the, yes. the sun revolved around the earth, that the right. earth was flat, you know, that we were all going to be dead by 1990, 2000, 2010, 2000. Right. The consensus is, is frequently wrong. So an expert opinion is only an opinion. Um that, uh, I would like to point uh,
0: out Neil deGrasse Tyson is an astrophysicist. He is, but, yes.
1: he's, but he's stuck in that fact of uh, if a bunch of professionals in, in his realm say something, he has to take it as gospel because he doesn't want to get ostracized like Graham Hancock.
2: <laughs> Which is the exact opposite of science. The, scientific <laughs> method, by the
1: way. Yeah, he can talk um, a bunch of smart shit, but man, he, yeah, I, uh, I know, I know d- exactly the one you're talking about. Look, stuff like that, though, with,
0: oh, what I was saying with, uh, with COVID, I'm not putting a whole lot of stock in Neil deGrasse Tyson. Right. Neil deGrasse Tyson comes to me about black holes. I'm listening. Right. But just the fact that he is an expert on black holes does not mean he is an expert on COVID or the response to COVID or, you know. But even
2: the fact that he's an expert on black holes doesn't mean he's right. Sure. No, I I understand that expertise. I am an expert in the Constitution, which doesn't mean that I'm right every time I say something about the Constitution. It means I can take those things from, I find in the Constitution and explain them in a way that most people can understand. Yeah. That's the role of an expert. Sure. Uh, the, the third one I kind of, you from the night, I actually pulled it down three, is um, get your information from the horse's mouth, not the other end. See, <laughs> we we don't, we go back to a words, Those are words, those are to, words to, to live horses. by. Wow i can take the butcher's word for it
1: oh that's that's a different movie
2: (laughs) too often we get our information from someone well i heard someone say so-and-so said so-and-so said so-and-so and and what you're dealing is telephone exhaust
0: you're dealing with telephone when you were in grammar school exactly Exactly. That's exactly what it is. Well, speaking, and, and of, uh, speaking of
1: that, we could beat this, this whole last freedom of speech one to death, right? Uh, we could talk about yeah. it for another 20 minutes if we wanted to. But what it comes sure, down sure. to is if you go to episode 375, the role of Congress of the Everyday Constitution, I mean, just your intro alone is a home run because it says, when I started studying the Constitution, I was struck both by how much I had not been taught in school and how much of what I was taught was wrong." Based on the questions I've been asked and the assertions that have been presented to me, a lack of knowledge about the Constitution is almost universal in America. Mm -hmm. Shall I continue? Because it's a (laughs) freaking home run. (laughs) Right? (laughs) (laughs) As I watch news coverage, politicians, pundits, and everyday people make claims about different parts of the government can do, can't do, or is required to do, it has become obvious that a basic understanding of how the United States government is organized is not only needed, but missing. And then that, that's when you start getting into, and I don't know if you're ready yeah. to really talk about your three-part series that you're going to do, but it's, it's, it's needed.
2: Because well, even I need yeah. it today. Right. We all do. Because this stuff's not taught in school, and people are shocked it's not taught in law school. Lawyers case. Law do not study the Constitution. Study case law. Right? Uh, I've asked lawyers for about four or five years, and I've had one lawyer in that time say they studied <clears throat> the Constitution law school. You know what they study? The opinion of judges right and they euphemistically call it constitutional law it's not the law it's not the constitution it's the opinion of a bunch of judges yeah and actually it's the opinion of an opinion of an opinion usually that that you're dealing with
0: you know one so of the, the problems the, we the three have here, series uh i just real quick i one of the problems we have here and i'm seeing it a lot in issue one for ohio is that whatever People learned in school or whatever their parents taught them, they cannot get off of. There is no critical thinking anymore where they can look at something and say, okay, my dad was wrong growing up. Here are the facts. This is what the constitution actually says. They can't get off of that. They were raised in a liberal mindset. They were raised that way and they cannot get off of that. They're going to stay on that. Their <clears throat> arguments are going to be based on that. They're not willing to have a conversation with anybody that disagrees with their father or their teachers. And I, I don't even, I, I don't know how to get through. We we put that post up on, on the community page here, <laughs> and I don't know how to get through to those people that just refuse to look at facts that are just knee-jerk emotional responses. they are like,
1: I don't want to give the government more
0: control. It's yeah. like, the government has nothing to do with well, this. Well, and, and really, issue one is, I, I mean, if you look at it, it's giving the government less control, right? Mm-hmm. Because these rules are also going to apply to uh to the state legislature when they want to get a constitutional amendment through right mm-hmm. but no no it's all about abortion it's all about one one person one vote I well, mean, don't well
1: don't give it away because now
0: it, i
2: gotta it, i'm not gonna ask paul about it no. it's it's the dietrich bonhoeffer definition <clears throat> of stupid i found that a few weeks ago and trust me once i saw it i see it everywhere and what literally what you're describing is dietrich bonhoeffer's definition of stupid
0: can you and, send us that and, uh
2: I yeah. mean, I could look
0: it up, I'll, but I'll, could you send us that so that I'm sure I have the right thing? And then when yeah. we post this episode, we'll put that up there with it so that people can see
2: Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, that would be fantastic. Um, I'll try- yeah. Um, <clears throat> if, if I can, I'll make sure I can find it because I, I, that's the type of thing I keep. I keep, I, I guess I'd call it, you'd call them clippings, um, quotes and other things that uh, tickle my fancy. You know, something that catches my attention. And so I should have that. Yes, there it is. Theory of Stupid Bonhoeffer. Yeah, and there's the link, and I'll be more than happy to send it to you, James. <laughs> and and then, actually, I'll do it while we're here, so because I, I have a mind. And, then, and then when
1: we see him next time, it's going to be on the back of his wall next to
0: the Constitution <laughs> <should>
1: study. Right. <laughs> to get, we're going
2: <laughs> to
0: Wayne Fox to make you a a six foot flag with the entire quote on it. <laughs> shout wow. out Wayne Fox. Just shout out Fox Fire to Flags.
2: <laughs> yeah, actually, it's funny because on the back of my business cards. Is uh, uh, the actual the John Jay quote that mm. I I base the Constitution on? Right, every member of the state ought diligently read and study the Constitution of this country, teach your rights and generation to be free. I put it there because it explains and it's both historical, but I think it explains what I do and why. You know, why? You know what? For I new
0: listeners here, can you just read the whole quote? Says. Because that is a fantastic quote, so that they may better be able to. Yeah.
2: That's so, the those who don't know. John John Jay was uh, he helped uh, negotiate and sign the Treaty of Paris at the end of the Revolutionary War. He wrote he was in the Continental Congress I believe. He wrote several of the Federalist Papers. He was our first chief justice of the United States. And uh, he he quote he said one time, every member of the state ought diligently to read and study the constitution of his country and teach the rising generation to be free. By knowing their rights, they'll sooner perceive when they are violated and be the better prepared to defend and assert them. That's what Perfect. this is all about. I want people to read and study. I want them to know what their rights are, and I want them to be prepared to defend and assert their rights. Because too often, like I said, we, we use an emotional response rather than a, a a sound response. And you know, if it's your opinion and my opinion, and we're each entitled to our own opinion, what what does it matter? But if we can, if I can point to this and, and say this is, and listen, I deal with it all the time. I have people online that, you know, they're they're my definition of, uh, you know, Dietrich Bonhoeffer stupid. It it doesn't matter what I say. It doesn't matter what I quote. It doesn't matter how much evidence I prove to them. I'm not changing their mind with a baseball bat. Sure. There's a point where I just stop and I say, you know, if if it's a one on one, I just stop. You know, if you're not going to listen to facts, I can't help you
1: yeah sometimes it, because it, you got you gotta save that breath because you're gonna need it when you're really really old and then you know yeah, <laughs> right, exactly form, if I'm you end Fort up dying Rice a little did. bit early you're like man i wasted breath on that
2: son of a bitch uh yeah. oh, you, you man. know I, in public forums i'm more likely to go on not because i'm going to convince that person you might convince the, other the people, people that are, that are reading it. and watching yes. Read, yes and wait a second this guy's bringing facts and evidence that guy's just calling names yes now
1: now when we posted issue one on our public forum i just wanted to get the gist of where everybody was at i feel like the people who are for it and um and it's kind of tied to abortion because we think that people want to make it just as easy or not make it any harder to make constitutional amendments to the to the constitution for your state now jim knows that there's how many thousands of words in the Ohio Constitution? Did you remember that number? Oh, uh, yeah. it's, it's
0: seven, oh, You probably know. Uh, with the amendments, it's around 7,200-ish. For yeah, the U.S. Is. Constitution. What's that? U- for like the Ohio. federal. Right, for yeah. the federal. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Ohio is at sixty-seven, greater than 67,000 yeah. words because they have allowed, through time, legislation to happen through the Constitution as opposed to it being a bedrock document that just defines the role of government. Um, and that is what well, they're trying also written to do. By lawyers. Well, true. As yeah, it sure. goes on. When
2: lawyers lawyers get paid by the word. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so exactly so true. issue so issue
1: one in Ohio is, is 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 pretty simple. If you vote no on it, you're gonna keep everything the same. You're gonna keep it to where you have to maintain a fifty percent plus one vote to approve the constitutional amendments and that's through the legislature,
0: correct? What's that? The so
1: fifty plus one
0: Vote. Yes, yeah, right, to get the uh, the amendments passed. To get the
1: amendment passed, and then remain at 44 um, counties of signatures. Out of 88. Uh, out of, which is half the amount of signatures, you know, from, from half the counties, um, and a 10-day curing period if you don't get the amount of signatures you need, which was also 5% of the governor's mm-hmm. vote, uh, and the governor got 2.5 million votes. So... That, that's the no vote. You're going to keep it the same, uh, and I don't know what your state is. I, I should have looked it up, but um, if you vote yes on Issue 1, it's going to change the 50 plus, 50% plus 1 to 60% requirement to approve the constitutional amendment and then require citizens-initiated um, constitutional uh, campaigns to collect signatures from all 88 counties instead of the 44 and eliminate the cure period of 10 days. So yes, so, ma- yes what, makes it harder to change the constitution yeah, as no, it should. No keeps it so, the same.
2: What is this cure period?
1: Uh, you, get, you get you get So if you have a, if you give them two hundred fifty five thousand signatures and they see that you know ten thousand of them might be a little bunk, you got ten okay. days to fix them. You
2: got ten gotcha. And
1: and okay. that's the one part on so, the on the yes vote where I was like, well, you should still have a cure period. I mean, why why would you take that away? But it didn't say what, what they were giving us in lieu of if we didn't get it.
2: So it's interesting um, because I heard I did listen to the episode uh, and you, you 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 compared it frequently to the U.S. Constitution and the Constitution of Ohio is the supreme law of the state of Ohio. Right. Right. Now, granted, it is the Constitution of the United States is the supreme law of the entire land. So it supersedes the, the Constitution. But basically, Ohio is the supreme. The supreme law of Ohio is the Constitution of Ohio. Now, the problem, and again, Ohio is not the only one that has this problem. California and Florida have interesting problems in that it's it's really easy to throw pretty much anything you want as a ballot initiative and make it a part of the Constitution. I think I think in Florida, there's a const—it's in the Constitution about how much room a pig must have on a farm. I mean, it's yeah, they need three square feet. We misunderstand per the pig. purpose of a Constitution. You're right; they use it to legislate. Um, the reason, one of the beauties of the Constitution of the United States, is they did not try to solve all the problems. They gave us a framework for solving the problems, right? Uh, Yes, it's full of compromises and all that stuff, but think about it. Um, Take the First Amendment. right? First Amendment protects five freedoms. Freedom of religion, freedom of speech, freedom of press, freedom to peaceably assemble, and the the right to petition your government for a regis of grievance. They didn't go through and say, okay, uh, you can have they didn't. They didn't go through and say, "Well, here are the forty-seven things you must do in order to be considered a religion to have religious protection." They said, "You guys can work that out in the legislature, But we're giving you the framework idea of religion. You can't establish. Congress can't establish a religion. They can't prohibit you from freely exercising religion. Everything else is 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 you know you go deal with it locally. Same with freedom of speech, freedom of the press. They gave you a framework of fundamental ideas. And then it was up to the legislature. Congress has the power to write all laws that are necessary and proper to put into effect the foregoing powers of the United States. Here's the framework. You fill in the details. And it gives it's why the Constitution of the United States is so lean, right? It's less than 8,000 words. You can read it in, in under 30 minutes. The average person can. But it's also so powerful because um, if you try to figure. There's the known unknowns, and there are the unknown unknowns. And the problem you have with detailed laws is that you know what you don't know and therefore have to figure out how to write this in. You have no clue what you don't know. So there's no way for you to write it in. And the problem you run into, and this is something that you may not have thought of, but If the whole idea of... Just so you uh, know, that means
0: we didn't think of it, and he's trying to be nice. He's like, here's something you may not have thought of, but he's like, listen, while I listen to this stuff, here's what you guys didn't think of. He
2: said, listen, (laughs) Jackass. Exactly.
0: I'm going to (laughs) be nice about (laughs) this, but here's what you didn't think of.
2: Hey, you know what? We don't all... There's a lot of things I don't know. There's what what I call... I heard this from a podcast once. He calls it the in-top principle. The I never thought of that. Mm -hmm. I-N-T-O-T. That's us. Hey, listen, I'll admit it. That's everyone. That's everyone. So let's focus on the ratification of the amendment, right? 50% plus one vote to ratify an amendment. Why is that 50% plus, where does that number come from? I guess they're thinking of the majority, right? Yeah. That, that plus one is the majority. Um, In other words, they're thinking of a democracy. Correct. A man. It's a democracy. It's a democratic. So now, instead of having a Republican form of government, where uh, well they have a Republican form of government that says we hire representatives, they pass laws. If they do it badly, we throw them out. If they violate the Constitution, that law is null and void, and all that. Now, what the people say we want direct control over what goes in the Constitution. They want a democracy. Now, why is that so? Imp- I mean, we're, we, everyone talks about the American democracy, not the American Republic. Here's a little quote that you might find very interesting as you go through your discussion of issue one Democracy is indispensable to socialism. Guess who said that? It's Vladimir it's... Ilyich Lenin. Really? Democracy is indispensable to Socialism. Why do you think East Germany was called the German Democratic Republic? Yeah. The DDR, Deutschland demokratica Republic. Yeah. From
1: John Democracy grandpa? Democracy is
2: indispensable to Socialism, and what they're talking about is a democratically-run uh, constitution. And that's why your Constitution is 67,000 words long, because everybody that can get enough people wound up right, to say, right. we should do this, ends up in the Constitution.
0: Well, and that's that was one of the arguments we were making during this thing, right, is that the Constitution needs to be long-term, whereas you can legislate short-term. We can legislate through emotional, oh, this is how I feel about abortion. This is how I feel about whatever, but the constitution is supposed to be the bedrock, man. That is supposed to be the foundation of the, uh, of the state.
2: This is is the fundamental principles of the state.
0: Yes, that is. And And that's what we were saying.
2: When you water that down, you think you're doing a wonderful thing. What you're literally doing is you're sitting out on a branch and you're sawing it off on the tree end because you're weakening the very supports that of your Liberty and your rights that you depend on, and you're sawing it off right now? you're you're standing on a bridge and you're using the fire hose to erode the bank under you so the bridge will collapse. But again, we've been brainwashing the idea that anything democratic is good. Democracy is evil. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm not playing these word games anymore with people. Democracy is evil. because democracy is basically mob rule. Now, there's a quote attributed to, t- to Jefferson, but I haven't been able to find an actual proof of it yet. But he talks about uh, uh, you know, democracy being mob rule where 51% of the people can overrule the rights of the other 49. Yes, that's, what has ha- that's where Ohio is. Now, you're right. It came about because after the Dobbs decision, Ohio, if memory serves, wanted a constitutional amendment to enshrine abortion in their constitution, and they and they didn't want to have to work harder to get 60% or whatever, two-thirds, or whatever the, your supermajority you were talking about. Mm-hmm. But that's you know, I would I would be I would wonder would they have been so upset about issue one if the initiating situation was not abortion but gun ownership, right? If the state if the issue was we are going to require every Able-bodied, law-abiding citizen. Everybody who can legally own a gun in Ohio has to own a gun. Would they be worried saying, "No, no, no, we need to make that a sixty percent majority because we don't like that"?
0: No, they would be like, "Hey, I look, wondered. fifty plus one's good for us, Jack." And
1: then they're going to be like, "Wait, wait, 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 wait. That's not what we meant when we said it last time, right?" And we right. and yes. we and we talked about that, right?
0: I mean, episode. this. Listen, Careful. they're fighting. They're fighting against this. Careful, but just know that not to in the, not in the too distant future what you are fighting for is going to come back against you. You know, yes. this is, as
2: you, as you mentioned last week, talking about uh, the filibuster, right? We got the, the Democrats right. got rid of the filibuster and then it came he out. Did the he did listen. He did. a bitch. I thought you did it. <laughs> oh,
1: it had constitution in the title. That's why <laughs> you, you owe me 10 bucks. No,
2: you're on my list. It, it, you're, you're, you're on my shit list too. No, funny. no, no, no. You're on our list. No. Oh, the good list. Yeah. The my good podcast list. list. Every time you release an episode, it gets downloaded into my queue. Oh, um, the, 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 and, and. The- well,
0: good. Now you understand why I wasn't returning. Calls and texts. I had a lot going yes, on in my understood. life. It's why
2: reached out and said, I was sorry to hear about your dog. Yeah, you did. You did. Listened. You're the, the only person. You know what?
0: You know what's funny? Paul reached out and said, Hey, I'm really sorry to hear about your dog. You know who still hasn't said that? The chief. Damn, I thought we were done talking about her. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> um, All right, listen. What,
1: I, well, what's I, funny is, is that everyone involved in this podcast has reached out to me when you didn't <coughs> return their calls, and Paul's the only one that hasn't. <laughs> Well, no, whatever, enough. Paul.
2: <laughs> so uh, I listen, figure when you guys want me to show up, I'll I'll hear from you. You know, here, well, here's you the deal. You mention me often enough. You know, I'm around. It's just a question of when do you guys actually want to listen? I don't want to. Here's the deal, though. I day? think
0: what I would like to do here is have a part two, uh, to be honest with you, because we have more to talk about, but we got to go. Um, you've got, um, we've got social media to talk about with the injunction mm-hmm. against the Biden administration. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I love that one. Yes, I know. Would Oh, we totally
1: didn't even have time for that. I know.
0: Would you be willing to come back for part two next week? Oh, yeah. Nice. All right. Absolutely. Nice, nice. All right. Why don't yeah. we do that? Let's next cut this week, thing.
2: Actually, let me rephrase that. Um, next week.
0: 17th and 18th, uh, you're free.
2: 17th and 18th, <laughs> I'm free. Then I'm on the road. Yeah. Um, on yeah, the road again. I, you talk about it. 17th and 18th, I'm going to court, uh, but then I'm on the road and... and I. Video will be iffy. My background would be ugly. Okay.
1: Well, we, yeah, we can just do We're going to make this
0: work.
2: Um, yeah. I, I
1: want people to go back and listen to 375, the role of Congress. Um, and you bring up a really good point about, you know, why two houses? You know, you got a great take on why were the senators appointed by the legislature? We went over this every time we do a constitutional talk about uh, the 17th Amendment. I do want to get into that again because mm-hmm. I think it needs to be driven home on how uh, how much it really affected uh, everything from, from
2: 1913 on. So, and actually I just realized I had something come up on the 18th. So really the 17th is the only evening that I can record next right, week. Now you're starting so, to piss me off. I'm on,
0: I'm on day show. So yeah. I'm in. I'll figure it out. We'll make it work. Uh, all right. Hey, listen, one last question for you for tonight. Um, or for today, I guess it's 6am We're dropping this thing. Uh, one last question for you. Um, how would you define America?
1: Wait, no, we can't get to that yet because Why? he's
0: got to plug his boot camp. Oh, boot camp. We do got to talk about boot camp. You tell me to
2: remind you. Yep. Ah. So, nice work, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, so at the Constitution Study, I'm starting this new program and it's called the Constitution Study Patriots. It's it's unique in a couple ways. One is I'm not trying to replace what other people are doing. I'm trying to give them tools to do it better. So the Patriots program has it has three lanes, three tracks in it. It's got the constitution scholars, which are going to be the the, the people that want to learn more, right? They're going to, we're going to have some that were, they're going to take classes. I'm going to find people in that group that are going to help me develop classes. You're going to tell me, what is it we want a class about? And then we'll develop it and and put it out and it'll be focused on education. Uh, the second branch is the the committees of correspondence. The, the you know, back in, in the, uh, Pre-Revolutionary Pre-revo- pre War, uh, I think it was Sam Adams started the Comedies of Correspondence, how they communicated. So how do we patriot groups, how can we communicate amongst each other without worrying about censorship so we can find out what's going on and so that we can inform others what's going and get that idea that we didn't think of, get someone else's point of view and and get my grandfather used, when my people used to ask my grandfather why he wrote something a certain way, his answer always was, where were you when the page was blank? A different set of eyes would be a great thing. Sure. So we got to be able to get around the censors. Okay. Yeah. And then the minute men. These are going to be men and women that have taken the classes they've studied, and they are prepared when, when stuff goes down to stand up and do something about it. When they see rights being violated, they will stand up and they will help. They will, whether it's showing up, you know, we had a a bunch of demonstrations outside uh, our capital here in Nashville. You know, I want, I want minute men that will go up and defend our politicians when they do the right thing. Right? When they kicked out the the troublemakers we talked about sure. before. Sure. And people got upset. I want people that are there saying, no, 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 this was the right, these are the constitutional rights. Here's how you protect them. Um, how do we help? Now, to get into the Patriots program, we start off with a boot camp. It just like in the military, it's meant to get you prepared to start that that further trade. a so very basics. It starts with that foundations how do you make a good, solid foundation to build your own argument, to make an to, to debate someone, to to listen to what they have to say, but then go back and see if what they're saying is actually true. And then we go into a handful of tools that can help you protect your rights today. The Supremacy Clause, the 10th Amendment, federal laws, uh, uh, even Supreme Court cases to prove it, so that these are tools so when you walk out and someone tells you, hey, there's a mask mandate, you got to put a mask on. No, I don't have to put a mask on. You can't legally force me to put a mask on. And if you try to force me to put a mask on, you're committing a federal crime. And here's my proof. So and that's what we did in the boot camp. And that's what I'm going to. And I've I've done my first one. I have it. There's going to be a video mm-hmm. uh, probably later in July. That'll be part of the, the program. But I've also had people say, can we do one here? So I've had other people saying they'd like to, you know, can we arrange it so I can come in and do this boot camp? it's uh it, it it's about there's basically an hour of me yakking and then there's mm-hmm. an hour of people asking questions and getting to know each other and building those relationships so that we can be better patriots i let and I'll let you talk I'll let
0: process. you talk because I think we're on the same page. I just want
1: you to be careful in case you get a call from somebody and they show you their profile picture and they got khaki pants and a tight shirt and boots that have never been dirty or put to work because they might be feds.
2: <laughs> hey, one of the stories I tell about is when the Fed showed up in my front door to deliver a subpoena. Hello.
0: Oh. Hello, Paul. We would like you to come speak to our group. <laughs> yeah. And you walk in there, next thing you hear is <laughs> handcuffs go on you and then yeah. <laughs> next time next time it's just your empty chair there. We're like, Paul?
1: Paul, hey. Hello? <laughs> Damn, he's being held without bond. He's
0: a dissident.
1: <laughs> um, so what were you going to say, though, that we weren't on the same page? I just, well, no, I, I, had, well, I, I was going to
0: say two things. One, I think that our listenership, uh, 80% of them probably, uh, are probably going to fall in the Minutemen category. And I think these people need to need to have the tools to be able to go out into their communities, into their circles, into their workplaces, into, into the public square and be able to have these conversations. And I think they all agree with all of this. They don't know how to go about. They're not confident enough
2: to go and take these these people on that are wrong. They um, haven't prepared to defend their yes, rights. Yes. There was a couple there that was in the middle of an ongoing lawsuit uh, these were my idea of pay, uh, of Minutemen, right? They were they were standing up for their rights, making FOIA requests. They were pushing back. They were doing all this pro se. They're deeply involved, and in talking with them for just a few minutes during that program, I did with that that in top thing. I said, "Have you thought of this?" And I watched their eyes light up as they realized, "Wait a second, we don't just have a civil case where we could get money. We could actually charge. We could actually make criminal charges." We can file criminal complaints against these people. And I'm like, yes, you can. And here, if you your can find somebody
0: to, to it. do it,
1: yeah, you got to
2: find a lawyer with some balls. No, you don't. You don't no? need. You don't need a lawyer. You need a public defender. Nope. No. What you need, you can file the criminal complaint. You can file the criminal complaint. The problem is the US, Since it's a federal criminal complaint, the U.S. Attorney's Office is probably uh, going to ignore it. You are going what to you need, need to find a prosecutor is, who is willing to take this case on. Right. It's the it's what it is, it's it's the it's the emotion it's the psychological reaction of saying you are committing a federal crime and my next phone call is to the FBI and the US attorney's office to file criminal to file a criminal complaint, a criminal complaint against here. So meaning to which you will pay be ignored the fine, you will be, be ignored as well.
1: Yeah. That's Sorry.
2: the problem. Until oh, yeah. until it gets the, shaken the, up. It it does a couple of things. I, the the when you tell somebody you're filing a criminal complaint against them, most people, it interrupts the OODA loop. Mm-hmm. They're in this routine. And all of a sudden, whoa, 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 whoa. whoa, whoa. Yep. I'm getting a criminal complaint against me? It's not that the, that you're going to sue me and the city's going to pay for it or the state's going to pay for it. I'm going to be one responsible for the fine. I'm going to be all the right. one going to jail. Mm-hmm. It it interrupts the OODA loop, which gives you that tactical advantage of that situation. Say, now that I've interrupted the OODA loop, can I inform you of the crime you're actually, I'm informing you of the crime you're actually committing, and it 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 has an interesting psychological impact on people. If I don't get home soon, yes.
0: Jess is going to murder me. Okay. and I am going to be the empty chair here next week.
2: All right, so you have, <laughs> you have thirty
1: seconds to answer Jim's question. Yeah, 30 so how would seconds.
0: you how would you define America?
2: America is the idea that people can live independently. They can live at liberty, they can live at freedom, they can live, they do not have to be dependent on someone else for their lives, whether that be a government actor or that be uh, another individual, you can live independently. When we talk about Declaration of Independence, the states became independent from the Great Britain, we can live independent from government control.
1: Beautiful. Three seconds early, my man. So, uh, okay. How does the commander listen? I I,
2: I
0: appreciate what you're saying. Okay? However, there is somebody who is smarter than you who has decided (laughs) that he is going to define America. A lot of years in government. A lot of years in government. He's been in government since what, I think, 73. He understands what America is. Almost as I don't uh, think he understands what his name is. Well, now don't you dare. Don't you dare talk about our commander in chief that way. So I uh, have the leader, leader of the free, free world. Call him whatever I want. <laughs> so our new our, our new little bit here is going to uh-huh. be uh, words of what do we want? How do we want to phrase this? Oh man, though. that's not words of encouragement no. diarrhea. God, no. Dude, <laughs> yeah, well diarrhea. no,
1: no. I mean, it's got to be kid friendly.
0: Words but, of no. wisdom. Words of wisdom. It is words of wisdom from, from our Joe, president, from Joe Burden. Here's how Joe says. Here's here's his definition of America. And we're going we're gonna to go out with this. America is a nation that can be defined in a single word. I was going to put him uh, foot. foot. <laughs> Good old Joe. Come on, Grandpa. <laughs> Elder abuse. Staying tight to us uh, for us for just a minute. I appreciate you hanging around for that. Listen, that was Madison Rising, their Star-Spangled Banner. Uh, they have rebranded to Made to Rise. If you guys go check them out, uh, wherever you listen to your music, uh, they do a fantastic job, and they have given us permission to use their song at the uh, outro for this, uh, for this show. Uh, I think Dan has already blown his joke for the uh, – do, do you have another – I just
1: want to know if Paul knows what kind of tea the American colonists thirst for. Liberty. Liberty.
0: Yes. Uh, Paul, also, we're a little disappointed in you. You said you were bringing the jokes. Uh, Well. You told me they were fighting words. (laughs) That is true. I did. Uh, Them them there are fighting words. No, You can check out Paul on on the Constitution
1: (laughs) Study. I follow it on Spotify. That's where I get mine from. Um,
0: Listen, go to the Constitution Study and check out the uh, the boot camps. Uh, Paul, does it cost anything to get into those?
2: No, uh there is a there's a suggested donation, but it's not required. You want to get in. And right. again, right now the, the the physical boot camps are not up. Um the the online boot camps will be uh, same thing, right? Suggested donation, but you don't you don't have to uh bullshit I mean, you don't have to need- listen. Paul's doing the Lord's work here, man. I mean, he is
0: seriously. This mm-hmm. is all out of his pocket that he's doing. If you are going to the Constitution Study, if you learn one thing from the Constitution study, pay the man. All right. If you don't learn anything, you think it's all bullshit. Don't pay him. If you learn one thing, you pay the man. Um, uh, this is yeah, not fair enough, man. Not yeah, for real. I mean, this guy needs the support. If he wants, if you, if you want him to keep up what he's doing, mm-hmm. do not go there and take his stuff for free and not give him anything. I bought the books. Um, You know, you're going to give him money when you buy his
1: back five acres
0: next to the river.
1: I am. I am. I I want to live with
0: Paul. And listen, I'm going to be part of that boot camp. I'll tell you right now that, uh, and we need to talk, but I wouldn't mind having Paul here. Uh, we'll have Paul here. We'll host him somewhere and and we'll have listeners of the show that want to show up. Uh, so we'll talk about that. Our live show
1: between the bun, baby.
0: We got to (laughs) go. Daniel, you got anything else? That's it. It was a good time. Paul. All right, Paul. Brother, we'll see you. Thank you. Yes, sir.